Hey, it's Vagina Neck and Yeah But Nah Plus for this very special podcast edition, you go Kirsten on the Kyle and Jackie O podcast feed. How are you guys doing? Very well. Very well. And we have a very special Taylor Swift podcast because we were just talking in the office about how Swifty is coming to Australia very soon. Kirsten, you're the biggest Swifty in the world. Have your own podcast. Sure do. Ready for it, wherever you get your podcasts. On the great iHeartRadio <laughs> app, I'm sure. Um, but we found out, Josh, that you actually, in fact, and then we thought... Well, don't talk any more coming here, but hang out with Taylor Swift back in the day. Yeah. Fearless era. Yeah, like, yeah. I was shocked that nobody knew. I just thought, oh, so is this, I mentioned but it. But this is more than, than just your standard meet and greet, because I know a bunch of people have, like, met Taylor backstage at the show. Yeah, no, I've met her probably about six, seven times, hung out, had a drink, chilled. You're lying no, to me. seriously. You're no. Tell us, how did this come about, firstly? Oh, yeah, so I first met her in 2009. This was back in England, where I'm from, Manchester. Um, I had a friend that was a big fan of her, so I kind of knew who Taylor was through this friend. But she wasn't that big in England then. She was getting there in America. Yeah. And this is just when she released Love Story. I was going to say, it's Fearless Era. Yeah, so she was in the UK on her first like press tour, just going around all the local radio stations. Yeah. Just with like her mom, her manager, and a guitar, like very chill. And my friend found out she was going to our local station, and she was like, we should go down and wait for her. So I was like... I got nothing else to do. Like, yeah, if you want, like, I, I'd say I'm a casual fan. I like the song, but I'm not like obsessed like she was. But nothing better to do, so I'll just go down and yeah. So check we, it out. We get to this radio station, and it's like late in the afternoon. It's me and my friend, and then about two, three other girls just stood outside, and then Taylor rocks up. The girls are taking selfies, and everyone's kind of like excited. And I took a picture just because I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. And <laughs> Taylor was carrying an acoustic guitar with her, so I went, ah, oh, are you performing inside? And she went, yeah. And I went, ah, oh, can we come in and watch? <laughs> then, like, Taylor looked a bit like, uh, and her team looked a bit like, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> and then, like, it was like a real awkward silence. And so Taylor went, yeah, go on then. Stop. Yes. So we just went So in. she just said, come with us. We're going into play. Because people do this in radio all the time, right? Like, they come in and they play a couple of yeah. songs and whatever. Well, but Taylor said yes. And then I think her team kind of had to look around and quickly ask the station whether that was okay. <laughs> they said, yeah, why not? And then we go inside. We go into this big room and there's like probably about 15 people in total. And then Taylor did about 20 minute set acoustic. What songs? Uh, it's just everything I feel. It's, um, Love Story. Love Story. You Belong With Me. Yeah, White Horse. Oh, that was my first ever um, Taylor song. Yeah. God, there was one off what the first What do you mean time. your first ever Taylor song? <laughs> That's how I was exposed to Taylor Swift. I heard White Horse in Grey's Anatomy. And- Okay. <laughs> this is getting Wait, pathetic. <laughs> I, w- I heard White Horse in Grey's Anatomy, and then I was like, who is this artist? And she was just the one playing 20-minute private sets for you, Josh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. I'm jealous you watched Grey's Anatomy. It's in that- wow. What an experience. <laughs> Very depressing time of my what life. What happened after this show? Oh, yeah. So we're in there. We're in the radio station. She does the little set, and it, it's these things are awkward because it's not a concert. It's being recorded for the radio, and then there's just a handful of people in a very big room. So then me, my friend, and like three other fans who came in as well are stood literally like just in front of Taylor. It's not a stage. She's just stood there with a guitar. And then like at the back of us is a few radio hosts, record label people, management. And they're all a lot older. I was, I think, 15 then. So maybe Taylor's like 19. Something like that because she's only a couple yeah. of years older than me. And then once the set finished, it was just awkward. Because like Taylor's mum and manager are talking with the you know the radio people. Hang on, so Andrea was there. As yeah, well. Andrea was there. Oh, 
And then, like, they'd laid some drinks on. So me and my friends are just like, oh, well, we're underage and there's alcohol here. Let's no one's checking. <laughs> free show, free drinks. <laughs> yeah, then Taylor comes over and she just says hi. And then, like, it wasn't like a fan meeting because in that you kind of ushered through, like, quick hello selfie. Yeah. But because we were just inside, we just chatted for a while and, like, kind of just... So proper hanging out with Taylor Swift. Yeah, like it, it was probably only like 10, 15 minutes, but it was enough to just like not meeting her as a fan, yeah. like quizzing her about songs and stuff. It was more just like, oh, how are you going? How are you enjoying England? Oh, Do you oh. remember what you spoke to her about? I remember. The one thing I remember is at the time I was mad into this embarrassing Hannah Montana. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> All right, vagina neck, cover that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And then um, my friend Beth, I was with, went to Taylor. He loves Miley. And I was like, <laughs> no. all right, that's embarrassing. And Taylor's like, oh my God, no way. Miley would love to know that. And then she pulled out a Blackberry and said she's texting Miley to say, I'm with your biggest fan. Oh my Whether God. Whether she did what? it, I don't know. But she, do you remember when had, everyone had like a Blackberry bowl? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she pulls that out and writes something on it. Taylor doesn't lie. Well, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that's cute and that is so cute i was a bit overwhelmed because like i was like i don't know what's going on i only knew two songs and it's probably that time as well where obviously looking back this is huge but at the time she's just kind of starting out she's got a couple of hit songs on the radio it's not such yeah. a big deal so but then now well yeah so we do that and then at the end of it like taylor's then going to be interviewed and like we're kind of politely walk towards the door no one's <laughs> telling us to get out but it's quite clear like okay see ya <laughs> then Taylor's like oh next time like I'm in town like we should hang out or catch up and like you people oh. give you that line yeah, and yeah. you're just like oh yeah that'd be so nice oh. and fully expecting <laughs> nothing so then she gives us her manager Rob Allen his phone number and email and like we fully expected nothing would ever happen again it was again. a fake surely yeah and then it's about 9-10 months later she's back in Manchester on her first arena tour and so what era are we now this is then the Fearless tour. Okay. This is yeah. all tracking because in 2009 the album came out, so it tracks that she was playing songs and then nearly a year later she's yeah. doing Yeah, and tour. I remember it was funny because Justin Bieber was supporting her on this tour in the UK. I and didn't know that. Manchester was the second day and the first day Justin broke his ankle on stage. So when it got to our show, he had like a big moon boot on and he was just hobbling around on stage. And the production for him was so minimal. <laughs> like his surprise entrance because... We had like pit seats kind of in the middle of the stage catwalk and we could see Justin crouch behind the table waiting to run on like <laughs> hobbling with his boot. Anyway, me and my friends bought tickets because we never thought anything would happen in this and we had like six row, yeah. which we were stoked for. And then the day before we're like, should we, should we phone the manager? Should we text him? Like, nah, let's not do it. It would be a fake number. Then we're like, we've got nothing to lose there. Yeah. So we give him a call and he's like, oh yeah, of course we remember you guys. <gasps> yeah. Um leave it with me then he messages later and he's like okay meet at the box office at this time you'll be taken backstage to say hello to taylor and then we've got you like it was you get <laughs> the tickets were not front row they were in the middle of the catwalk as i just said you know you have like a little pit there. yeah yeah, yeah. Like normally photographers or security yeah. or whatever yeah well there was like a handful of people there but it was not in the rows it was like a stood up so it was a real number real email address you spoke to rob yeah, he yeah. sorted you out and then it's funny, so we get to the venue and we're like, it's maybe an hour before we're meant to be there, but we're just so nervous. So we're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then we get a message, meet and greet's been cancelled. No one can go backstage. Yeah. What? But then. Wait, wait this is... <laughs> what do you mean? But you then? are really taking us on a journey. Uh, then we get told Taylor is actually doing a mini event or like meet and greet with some children or something at the Hard Rock Cafe across the city. 
And he was like, if you come over here, like, soon. But you were at the venue at that time. Yeah, I mean, it was a 10-minute walk okay. across town. He's like, oh, you can quickly say hey to Taylor and we'll just give you the passes there. So we get there, Taylor's doing a thing, like meeting these people upstairs in the venue, then she walks down to leave. And she's like, oh my God, hey guys. And like, says she remembers us. And I always remember, she said something to my friend Beth that Beth still remembers to this day. Yeah. And she says, oh my God, so good to see you again. Oh, you've changed your hair. <gasps> and Beth was frothing. She like, noticed. Yeah, because that's like that's something, mental. a girl thing. Yeah. But then I was thinking, does she remember? Because it's chances that a girl would change her hair in a year. <laughs> or... She thought Beth was someone else. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I just remember when she spoke to all of us, it was personalized. Yeah. It wasn't just like a, hey, hey, hey. It was like, oh, so nice to see you again. Oh, I remember last time. I and- have heard that her people give Taylor a brief every time she meets someone again. I would yeah. assume that she was told before she walked up to us, hey, this is the small group of fans that were here your yeah. first ever time in the country. Because yeah. we were told then by one of our team the reason we kind of got that nice treatment was taylor was so grateful she had fans and people that bothered to kind of go out to that radio station that day and you had just happened to go with a mate you didn't even really give a shit no like i didn't i didn't like i knew who she was and i was into that kind of scene of music like you know johnny's brothers miley jenny Um, but taylor wasn't that much on my radar yet because she wasn't that big in the uk but since that day when we first met i was like she is actually the nicest celebrity I've ever met. And I'd met a few mm. people at that point. And even now, what, 15 years later, still the nicest, the nicest person. So do you still have Rob's phone number? Could you still just like give him a buzz now if you wanted to? Well. Oh, no, nah. another so, well. Um, yeah, so we, we did that first tour, Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. Then she comes back on the Speak Now tour, followed Fearless, right? Or was it Red? Uh, speak Now after Fearless. Yeah, so then we set exactly the same a year or so later, Speak Now. We phone again, pit tickets at the front, meet and greet backstage. What do you mean? Year later, it happens again. Hang on a second. This is going to culminate in you calling Rob right now and getting <laughs> us backstage. Now, nah, so then this was happening, you know, every tour, quick hello, quick backstage, front row ticket. What's nice the to quick hello? Is it literally just hello or does she talk? Like, you get a few minutes with her, but when you're going backstage before the concert, you know, there's a lot to do and she and needs she to prepare for the show. she remembers you every time. Yeah, we've always walked away like she's still so grateful all these years later. Yeah. And that's what I've always respected. And that's why since that first day I met, I was like, I'm actually a huge fan of this woman because she deserves yeah. all the success she's got. Mm. And then this carried on for years. And then it was the 1989. She didn't she didn't tour that in the UK. It was just a big show in Hyde mm-hmm. Park, which was 2015, I think. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, here we go. Because I couldn't get tickets. They sold out. And then, You're like, I know a guy. Yeah, yeah. So I hit him up. And I'm like, hey, Rob. <laughs> and he's like, oh. He's like, yeah, there's no meet and greet this year. I was uh, like, yeah, fair. Yeah. But we still got tickets. And then Reputation Tour, same again. What? Yeah. But it's like funny because I always buy tickets if yeah. I can. Because I, I, don't, want, I don't want the risk because I want to go to the show. Yeah. But then I end up giving them away every time because I get because better ones Because you get Rob's free. freebies. And now it's this tour, the Eras tour. Yes. And then obviously tickets are impossible to get. Impossible to get? Yeah, so I get my phone out when they came on sale. And I missed out because I was overseas and I was stressing in Norway all night trying to get them. Oh. No luck. So I call Rob. Number you dad not recognised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It's over. Sent him an email as well. Nothing. Bounce back. Oh, bounce back. But that's 10 years of Taylor still. Yeah, oh like I'm God. still like I still expect nothing. Um, but, but Rob, if you're listening, which you clearly <laughs> yeah, are, we need like, your updated contact details. Because like I'm gutted I don't have tickets for this tour. But then I think, hey, like I've 
experience Taylor better than anyone ever really will. Like recently on the Kyle and Jackie Yo show, we, we did that give back where there was a nine-year-old girl who got scammed yeah. out of two grand for tickets. We went round, we surprised her, we gave her tickets and me watching her, she burst into tears. Mm. She was the happiest thing you've ever seen and I thought, oh, that's quite sweet. I'm glad people like her are going to that concert. Yeah, I've missed out, yeah. but I've seen her. I've you know, I've, I'll, I'll never get better than what I've got with Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still so thankful and grateful. And I'm 37 and I would burst into tears at that opportunity as well. So <laughs> it's, it's just mad the kind of hold she has on everyone, isn't I've it? I've never seen anything like it. But it's so nice to hear from somebody that has actually interacted with her a few times that she genuinely is that nice because you kind of get swept up being a Swifty in the excitement of it all. So to hear from somebody that has actually met her, what, 10 times? Five, five to six, ten. I don't know. A but like my thing times. with Taylor is, and previously she used to do a lot of like events for fans where they'd go to her house to listen to things. And yeah. These were all over the media, you know, selfies and that. And I used to see people say, "Oh, she's just doing this for the promotion, for the press, for the whatever." Mm. But that's not true. She genuinely appreciates everyone mm. who supports her. Now she's at the level where she can't really do these things. Yeah. But like all the times we met her, it was not like she was posting it on socials. Like, look at me, I'm so good. I'm doing this for my fans like it was she just she off. wanted to do that she appreciated us from the start and yeah. her and her team made the effort for what five or six tours after to That's show that so gratitude nice to hear and she said in her grammy speech that she does this for the work so that kind of backs up what you're yeah. saying that it's the work that is the reward for her she loves giving work out she loves giving music to fans and seeing everybody enjoying it so that sounds like it's legit from what you're saying yeah and like you guys will know we work in the media we see a lot of celebrities meet them and most of them are nice and they are to your face but you can tell a lot of them are just like ugh, they can't be bothered with They're their fans work. getting yeah. selfies and yeah. and all that but yeah not taylor she genuinely nicest celebrity i've ever met see be a swifty because she deserves it yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did she smell like do you remember <laughs> people have asked me that before online like as if people are obsessed with smelling her which is a bit weird but I don't know I just... do you know what people want the details that yeah. they can't get on social media they want to know the intimate things about someone she's just lovely like yeah. how did she change over the 10 years or did she didn't she she didn't even as she got bigger and bigger and bigger went from like arenas yeah. to multiple nights at arenas to stadiums still the exact same person we met every time I can't believe that Justin Bieber opened for her, by the way, because oh, in all yeah. the Taylor law, that's like sacrilege. That would never happen. Like he's part of the scooter. I don't know. You guys are looking at me like you have no I was idea. Like, well, what I'm I didn't about. know what Taylor, Taylor law. Was. Yeah, <laughs> like, now that Scooter Braun's been this girl, okay? You know, he's, he, he bullied her with Scooter and Scott and the allegedly. big machine allegedly. Um, and all you know, big Scooter fan. <laughs> no, we don't have the sensor here, right? That was really good. We also don't have two hours to go into the whole history of no, all this. I, I, but I, I can't believe yeah. that he ever opened for her. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that was his first time in the UK as well. Wow, that is crazy. How'd he go? Yeah, it was all right. I actually got to meet him on that tour as well. And that is podcast next week. (laughs) (laughs) But he was sweet. I felt creepy because he was about 14. I wanted you to tell me he was a prick, to be honest, because I want to hate him, but I I can't. All right, let's wrap this up. That's enough, Justin Bieber chat. Okay, deal. We're not here for JB. (laughs) Yeah, but nah, and Kirsten out. See ya. Bye. Bye. Great. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.